Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi there, and welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. I've got a real special guest for you today. His name is Joey Rangona. And Joey, did I pronounce your last name right? I don't know. Ragona. Just, Ragona. You, just put the, you just put the rang in there, but that's okay. That's cool. <laughs> okay. It's, it's Ragona. <laughs> and we're not going to trim that either. It's, this no. is an unscripted kind of conversation. And But before we dive in, I want to tell you a little bit about Joey. So he is my marketing mentor and he has this really odd style of marketing. And I <laughs> say that tongue in cheek, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why I love him is he has this idea that you should serve people like really, really help them. And then when they're ready, they'll come and they'll want to work with you. Right? Like it's, it's so genuine and so overtly simple, but so many marketing mentors, they teach you how to get people to jump through hoops and it gets all complicated, but you know, like nothing like marketing from the heart. And so that's why I invited Joey to be on the podcast, because I know that any of you that are listening, that's the kind of people you are too. And I knew that he's got a message that is really going to help you. Thanks for joining Joey. Wow. What a, thank you. What an intro. Um, wow, it's just, I'm, I'm got goosebumps already listening to that because it is so part of my mission to help people serve the world the way that they really want to, or mission-driven, purpose-driven entrepreneurs, heart-centered people like us. So thank you for that. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so what do you want to talk about today? I was going to ask you the same thing because, you know, you know how we gel, right? We just like to have open the mic, start recording, have a conversation, no scripts, no question, pre-recorded questions or anything. Nothing wrong with that. But let's just have a conversation. Let, what do you think would help your audience? What would help them move the needle in their business? Mm, and we'll just yeah. go from there. Yeah. So for me, I think one of the key things that I learned from you, and I think that it will help my audience, is the concept of dream client. And that place where you identify who they are, how you go about identifying them, and then this 
radical permission, like just giving yourself radical permission to work with those people. So it's a, it's a really interesting concept and it's helped me so much. So maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, cool. So the dream clients, just to get the difference out of the way, because when people hear dream client, they, they uh, sometimes they may think that it's just the same thing as an ideal client avatar, just another way of describing it. And as you know, that's not true. So the dream client really is in a nutshell, like your best friend who pays you. So imagine having the the, the relationship and bond and, and all that stuff that happens when you're with your best friend in a business environment in a, in a transaction, I shouldn't even say transaction, in a relationship yeah. that, and you can just model that in carbon copy, that person, how amazing would your life be if you work with those people? That's what a dream client is. Hmm. So I'll throw it back to you where, what was the, what was the biggest aha moment for you? And then we can talk about that. We can jump off that point between the avatar and the dream client. It, it, so it's this thing, um, you asked a question in um, the training that we were doing, and you said, would you have those people into your home? Like, would mm -hmm. you welcome them into your home in the backyard for a barbecue and enjoy your time? And so that is a completely different approach. You know, like most marketers talk about ideal client avatar or avatar or, you know, all the acronyms, but it's sort of, that's making a, a caricature of a person. It's not a real person that mm -hmm. you would connect with. And I think that's the difference is that, like, it adds the human to it. Would you have that person in your home? Would you, you know, like, would you just, be so comfortable and welcoming and thrilled to have them over, right? Yeah, and for anybody listening, that this is not literally you're going to have them over, but but this does happen. But sometimes I, you do. I, <laughs> but I do. I literally have my clients over, and I love that. But that's not a literal thing. But imagine if you who those people would be, and the so let's break down very quickly the difference between an ideal client avatar and the dream client. So the ideal client avatar is someone who is like you said a a fit to a business model that's like you know demographics they're 35 to 50 they're women who whatever it whatever it is and there's nothing wrong with that it fits a business model and that is okay and i geeked out on this for like years and years a decade of training on avatars and one of the biggest things that used to come up and still does is well joey i don't want to niche down or niche however you like to say that word is to these people to this little audience because i can help other people and i fought that so long throughout that whole area of my life and then i realized that wait a minute what we're doing is we're transforming some somebody into a better future and yes there's commonalities in our uh, backstory in our situation but maybe we're not all the same maybe i would i could help somebody who's 25 and not 35 to 50 right who's in the same mindset who is the same moral values and characteristics and all that stuff that you talked about and they're going to a def they, they want to go to a uh, specific destination they want to go to the same destination a same dream island oasis that we call it they want to be in the same place even though they've come from different backgrounds and different situations and that's the biggest difference between the ideal client or a customer avatar and the dream client. And the other thing is that the ideal client is a business fit. It's kind of like a resume, which is cool. And what you just said about the backyard and coming over for kids' birthdays and Christmas and holidays and all these things, 
the dream client is a culture fit. They fit our culture. And that's a huge difference. And I just grew up with that culture with my dad. Like we would have people over for dinner all the time. And I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> like, why are they here? And that's the way my dad grew up. It was like they, they had, he had business associates or, or clients who were absolute massive friends of his, but they both knew the line between when they were friends and when they were doing business. And that's something that I grew up with. And in the world today, if you ask somebody, can you be friends with your clients? You're going to get one of two answers, yes or no. And I believe that it's, we can be friends. And that's where this whole concept started from. Hmm. So isn't it interesting that after you studied marketing and you did all the marketing things for all these years, then you just went back to like, what, like, what, what had you, what felt right? And also what had you integrated without the, you know, the official learning, like what, what was your life like? Right. So how, mm -hmm. how do you take that? What you integrated as just part of growing up and this is the way things were. And then somehow that transition from that to learning about client avatars and then saying, well, why, why, why does it have to be that way? Why can't it be so amazing and wonderful and heart-centered and mission-driven, right? Yeah, imagine if you could show up to your client or to a call or whatever it is that you're training and just be who you are, go figure, right? That's the way you are with your friend, your best friend, you call him or her up and you're like, I got a vent, uh, come on over, I need some help, whatever. Uh, or let's watch this movie and, you know, whatever. And that's the way my life is now. And even with the clients that, you know, uh, helping them bring that into their world. So it's about them first. And it's about putting the people that they want in their life, not clients yet, but people. And yes, those are clients, but who are those people that you want and to be surrounded with that you get up? Because like today, I'm, I was super excited today to just how can I, uh, this is going to be an amazing time to spend time with Candy today. It's not because I'm on a podcast. It's not because of anything other that may happen or may not happen because of the podcast. It's because I get to spend time with you because you're an awesome person. And I'm not trying to blow smoke or anything like here, but the, everything, everybody in my world, that's the way I feel. And again, there's not thousands and thousands of those relationships, which is the key. And the key is like, how can I just show up being myself with people who know, love and respect me and I do the same back to them. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm stuck. I'm kind of like stuck for words somehow because like, why do you think that it's so radical to do business that way? I think, I think that's the thing is like, it's like, I know that when I learned about it, I learned about it, you know, kind of at the head level, but it took me a while. And sometimes right. I still have that, like, you mean I could really just do it that way? Like, that you know, so there's still that place where, like, to give yourself permission to actually create a business like that is a very different. And yeah, I, and I ask so yourself, get over it. You know, uh, you're totally right, and and it's so common. And um, I would encourage you and all your listeners to ask yourself um, or think about that life is too short to not work with people that you don't love. If I said that right. I think so. Right? Yeah. It was, yeah. But like, why would you work with somebody you don't love? 
And I'm talking about like that you care for. That's why we're talking about serving. And this goes beyond, you know, I, it's just about how can I truly serve someone today to move them along if I truly care about people. And, you know, a lot of people have lip service. I'm sure they're not your audience, but we've, we've seen it and heard it before. We've been in those, those circles and those things, but we're not, we're, we're truly out to impact our corner of the world. So let's make this about us. And that's the biggest thing, Candy, would you agree that yeah. when we're talking about like the middle circle thing that I show the target areas that it starts with us. And then everybody's like, what are you talking about? That's so selfish. But if we don't make it about us, if we don't put our mask on when then the plane needs or somebody needs help on the plane, we can't serve that person. So we need to serve ourselves and say, this is who I want to get up and show up for every single day. And anything else beyond that drains our batteries. And I've had that situation. I'm sure you've had that situation. I'm sure everybody listening has had the situation. Why would you put that into your life just because you're you can make a couple of dollars? Well, I encourage you to ask another question, which John Asaraf asked me 12 years ago, and it's and I'm, I'm looking at it right above the, the camera right now because it reminds me every day. And it is this. What are you willing to trade your life for? So every moment of your life, if you trade that for something that irritates you, that bothers you, that drains your battery, you're making a choice and you're trading your life for that. And it reminds me of when I first started to coach that people wanted to get out of their jobs. That's all they wanted. And they would complain and complain about how hard the job was. And I and then I would tell them the situation on how to get out of the job, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, go do this, go do this, go do this. And they would say no, and they would be stuck. And then that's where that, that quote always came into play. And I would say, okay, Candy, well, you just told me that you hate getting up in the morning, driving to work, going through all the grueling traffic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm giving you a, a solution to try to get out of the thing that you hate. And you're not doing that. So you're making a choice every day to do something that you hate. So you're trading your life for that. And that totally changed everything. And that's why it's in front of my, my face every day. Yeah. So there, it, I keep coming back to this word permission, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, when you are used to being an employee mm -hmm. and you're probably seen as a good employee, you're used to doing things you don't want to do with people that you love and also people that you would rather not be with. Right. Like we forget <laughs> that we wanted to be self-employed, we wanted to build a business so we could have the freedom, so we could do it our way, so we could create something amazing and really have an impact. But we forget that we've got that, I'll call it programming that says, you got to put up with the good and the bad. You got to, you know, you got to make it, you got to do some things in some ways that you don't like. And I think that that's, that's this permission is like, we've been, I don't know about you, but, you know, I started with a part-time job when I was 14 up until, you know, I worked for years mm -hmm. before I became self-employed. And I was always like, well, that's just the way it is. You got to put up with people you don't like. You got to, you know, like, like I allowed that for so many years. And then at what point do you give yourself permission? to say, yeah. no, 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 it's going to be different, right? Like it's, it, it makes so much sense when you're talking about that quote. And then there's that fear, like, well, is that really possible? 
You know, does that mean that everything that I've done before has been a bit of a lie? Not intentionally, but like mm-hmm. I, I based my life and my career in that other way. And now you're asking me to build a business, which is different and in a really different way too, right? Right. I, Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. Like you're absolutely right because I, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So it's very difficult for me to... I, I theoretically understand what you're saying and when somebody has had a job and all this. I've never really had a job. And I, and on top of that, you know, at 14, 13, 14, it was like, I'm doing things my way, take it or leave it. And I was the quote unquote black sheep of the family, you know, didn't graduate high school and all the other things. And here's how I'm doing this. And I would not put up with anybody that was not aligned with me. Now, I'm saying this again, from the point of view that I I don't want to come across as I'm standing on a soapbox or I'm better than anybody else. There is a part of entrepreneurship that I believe is called strategic commitment, which is putting up with stuff that you may or may not like, or you may have to go do something or whatever, yeah. right? Or And that's a whole other discussion. That's a whole other rabbit hole. But it's not that we don't do the things that we don't want, but it's it's how long are you willing to do that and to be conscious of it. So for me, it was, this is no longer working for me. Uh, like in 2007, when I met, when I started working on my mindset from John Assaroff, who I met uh, four years later, which is uncanny, was up to now, this isn't really working. This whole, how's your day going? And people say same day, different, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like the same thing. And my business really wasn't working. And that's when I went into the positive mindset, like really working on my mind. And from that was 2007, haven't looked back. And at that point, though, here's where it uh, comes back for uh, full circle back to you, which is a lot of the people in my life um, on my circle are no longer in my life. Not because of some of it because of my choice, but a lot because of their choice, because they didn't really connect with what I'm doing and the positivity and they'd be wanting to talk about news and all these other things. And I'm like, I just don't want to be involved with this small dog anymore. So the, the circle changed and it was a choice and I can't be happier. And it's not because they're bad humans. It's just that they don't align with me. And that's the, that's the, the, the core of the dream client. It's the people are not bad. There are some not so nice people, but generally the people who don't align with us on a core level of moral values, beliefs, all of those things that kind of you get that little irritation of the stomach. You're like, ah, I don't really want to see them. Maybe once a year is good enough for 20 minutes at a party and like high and by, right? Those are not people you really want to hang out with. And so they're not bad people. They're just not aligned with you. Does that make more sense when it comes to the dream client? It does. Yeah, it does. And you know, a few years ago, that word authentic was very common in online business and coaching, Mm -hmm. and especially in the coaching industry, you know, build a business that's authentic to you. And it was a bit of a slogan, I would say, but this is an actual real thing. And that's the difference, right? Like to be authentic to yourself, what you want, who you want to be, know who you are, and then to call in people that are aligned with that, people that you genuinely enjoy their time. Yeah. Yeah, you, you show up in the world as you are. That's mm-hmm. the other big, the hardest part too, is, is because it's like 
when you un when you remove the masks and the veil is gone, all the things, and you show up in the world as you are, we're humans and we don't like to be judged. But there are people who are going to judge us. There are people who will disagree with us, and that's hard. However, the, on the other side of it are people who totally agree with you. And we're not being jerks. We're not coming out and, you know, it's not a political thing or anything else. Just like, here's who I am. Here's what I believe in. Here's what I love. Here's what I stand for. And the people who align with that will naturally be attracted to you. And then you have your superpowers. You're talking about, this is what I do well, or you just demonstrate that. And it's a better way than just selling what you do. Here's, here's how I can help you, you know, whatever. And people, the, the dream clients will recognize that they will see it themselves. They will, well, you tell me you, you're a dream client. How did, did that happen to you? Did you recognize anything in yeah, my totally. messaging or what I was doing demonstration? Yeah, totally. I think I originally saw you in the Kajabi Facebook group. You had a response, a real long response about something to do with email marketing. And I was like, wow, I actually, you know, copied the text and put it into a Word document so I could actually read it. And, and I was like, wow, that's so helpful. Then I went and used it and it helped. Right. And I didn't know you, I never yeah. met you, weren't Facebook friends even. And it was so helpful. And then over time, I kept seeing your name come up. And every time I saw your name, I thought, man, that really helped with my emails. Boy, that really made a difference. And eventually I reached out to you and then we had a casual conversation and then, and that's, you know, sort of how we started working together, but mm -hmm. it was that here's my expertise and I'm going to tell you like it is. And I'm going to tell you in the way that is the most helpful. And then you just leave it there. It's like a gift. It's like a gift for, you know, anybody who happens upon that. Right. Yeah. Can we talk? Um, I just, you know, like we could talk for hours and I know I get that, but, can you give, knowing that the audience are new clients, sorry, new coaches who are wanting to start a business. So if they said, well, this sounds amazing. Be authentic to yourself. Create a business that you love and work with dream clients. Can you give us just a couple practical tips about like where might they start and how might they go about that? Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a broad question because okay. there's so many answers to it. Can you can we narrow it down to like what do you mean start? Yeah. So let's let's look for um, like two or three practical tips to identify your dream client. Let's let's. Okay, that's that. that's clearer. I think the best way to start this is with the the dream client DNA, and for you know you could just. You just use a piece of paper that has two columns. One is like the dream client, your people I love to work with, or I'd love to work with, and people that are not, you know, the anti-avatar, which is the total opposite. And so for anyone listening, it's probably easier for you to identify right now people who you don't like or characteristics and things like that and, and start with that column. Just write down stuff that just bothers you. And this is this is not marketing. This is your internal document. So go wild, go hog wild, crazy on this and be very deep, like to just go to levels that if, if I could wave a magic wand and create the absolute perfect person for you, who would that be? So everything that you don't want to be aligned with or associated with, and then everything that you will be. And on the dream client side, no matter how many times I say this, and then I 
when people first start this, they don't go deep enough because our, our logical brain gets in the way and says, that's impossible. And you have to, you have to fight that because it's just a dream right now. Don't worry about it. There's nobody who's going to tell you yes or no. And it's just, just you're putting this on a piece of paper, but you're, you're actually, re, you're, you're creating an intention that your subconscious is now going to work on. The universe is going to start to deliver. It's more about like, who is the absolute perfect person that I want in my life? And for the dream client side, I would start with your best friend. And or if you have a client that you absolutely love, then carbon copy that. What do you love about Candy? What's the best things about her that I love? And write all that stuff down. And that's the first step I would take. Like, as you know, Candy, it's all about the dream client. It's yeah. all about that avatar work and stuff, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so many people miss that step or they do it too quickly. And the reason why my program is, is in play is because of that reason. So when they come into my world, as you know, it's like, I've already done all that work. Well, you haven't done it deep enough. And that's the reason why you're struggling to get clients. Right. And some of that you're talking to me because I've done your program two times around now. And the first time I did it, you know, I did the dream client work and the anti-avatar work. And I was like, good. And then I was like, no, there's more there. And it's it's almost <laughs> like you need to have that document out, yep. like on my on my desk almost, right? So that as things occur to you, because something will occur to you at, you know, 4 p.m. on a Tuesday, and you'll be like, oh, oh, that, that's something that, that's a characteristic of somebody that I would love to work with, right? And so to yep. keep, it's almost like a living document. Um, and that, and, and I think that that's enough. Like just the people who are listening to this episode, if you do what Joey says, grab a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. On one side, that's your dream client. On the other side is your anti-avatar. And you start to create this lists. And this is like he said, your document. Just in being conscious of it, you are creating that intention and you naturally will start to it's like your radar starts to look for those people and automatically starts to, I won't say repel, but starts to kind of like, it's like they don't even see you. Those other people that are not your match, it's like they don't even see you. No, well, repel is a good word. Like that's part of what marketing is. Like most people think that marketing is attracting, but it's mm. not. 80% of it is about repelling the wrong people. Not in a bad way, but just because you're showing up the way you are and people read your stuff or watch your video and they're like, I don't... I don't agree with that, that guy saying they're not going to watch me anymore. They're just going to, you know, delete me off their Facebook page or whatever. And that's cool. And that's what you want. And just one other thing before we wrap is like would be when you're looking for dream clients or when you're when you're thinking about the dream client, think about it this way. If I gave you um, if I gave you like this uh, to go out into the world to find a brand a brand new friend, what would you look for? Mm. And that's kind of what the dream client is all about. Yeah. Like, I want to go pick a new friend. If I gave you that as an assignment, go pick a new friend, what would you look for? 
And that's where you start drawing out your dream client and then step into that. When you go on to social media or on a podcast and everything, be who you are. And knowing that some people are not going to like what you're saying or how your voice sounds or whatever it is, and that's cool. But the other ones who do just completely attracted to you, to what you're saying, because you're true and quote unquote authentic, which is right. And you're just showing up in the world and it's a magic how that happens. People come to you. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. That is so helpful. Wow. So I've really enjoyed the conversation. So tell people how they can find out more about you. How can they come into your world? All this stuff. I'd love oh, to thanks. That's cool. Uh, they can go to strategicbusinessacademy.com. Strategicbusinessacademy.com. And there's a whole bunch of stuff there that they can watch for free. I'm sure there's a way they can get onto my email list if they want to. You can actually, if you want to email me directly, can I give my email address? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to Same put thing. it in the episode notes, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it would be joey at strategicbusinessacademy.com if you just want to reach out and have a conversation. And then there's the Facebook group which is, uh, I'll just drop the link in for you because it's too, That's good. <laughs> instead of saying it, but we'll drop the link in and you can join the Facebook group. That is really cool because there's so many amazing humans in there that are just out there to help each other. And that's where we gather and just surf. Mm. So thank you for allowing me to, to say that. Very cool. I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you were one of the, uh, one of my guests on the episode. I thought about it a couple of weeks and I was like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh, I know who I should have on. So I'm just excited that you're here. Glad that we had the conversation and I'm looking forward to going through your program again. Time. Thanks, Candy. Every this time so... I learn something new. <laughs> That's so great. I can't wait to have you back. Thank you for doing this. And, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.